Welcome to Adventure Guys, the podcast for humans and dogs. I'm Eric the Human. I'm Nick the Human. And I'm the- Steve the Dog. There he is, back again. <laughs> you dirty, dirty dog. Number three. <laughs> three timers club. Oh, yeah. Very excited. I mean, this puts you in an echelon of only, only very special guests. Um, well, it's uh, it's Sean. Right? Sean. And then who will anyone else do three? Maybe Will. Will. Will's has been Love on three. Will. Shout out to Will. And My then boy. I think Craig Shay just got his third appearance in with that. Uh, Ooh. Um, oh, that, that's right. That okay. voicemail he left us. Oh, <laughs> but that's it. That's it. And that was you. It's a very exclusive club. Not yeah. even a Mount Rushmore yet. No, <laughs> I like it. I'm already on. We need one more. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, yeah, we, we will. We were doing be Movember. We're back again. And Eric here was like, we have to find a way to get Steve on. And I'm back, baby. Oh, yeah. Needed you. Those past two episodes. I mean, the first BMO Vember ep you did. What was the episode we did? Uh, BMO Noir. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That was was a a landmark episode, I think, in the pod in terms of quality. Nice. A much anticipated episode, too. We've been hyping up BMO Noir for a while before we got to the episode. Oh, yeah. So the the one we're doing today had a very similar kind of vibe as BMO Noir, I would say. A real psychological thriller. Ooh. Oh yeah, it's it's really really good stuff. Um, before we start, um, Sean was calling me, so I figured I should just call him back <laughs> <laughs> on pod on pod. Fucking what is he on like the twenty timers club? Yeah, <laughs> I'm never gonna catch him. He's almost Will's. Will's been trying. <laughs> I know. Me and Will were talking about like we gotta get on more. <laughs> yeah. So, right, so, so freaking guess, Will, you saw Will yeah. in England? Yeah, yeah. Pre- uh, my band stopped the presses. We were in England uh, playing some festivals and stuff. And Will was playing with Mr. Kingpin. Nice. And Allie from presses Please stopped on. Oh, great. <laughs> Way to answer your phone, Sean. Sean, Sean will come back. <laughs> um, nice. Yes. Then <clears throat> yeah. he was Mr. And you guys were on the same. Like, had you met previously to that? We met in Dallas. We were down there. But I don't think it was like for a holophonic show or anything. It was just. <laughs> I think Kingpin was supposed to play, then he got um, COVID. That's right. That was, when was that, a year ago or something? I want to say in the spring sometime. I think it was Yeah, not even a year ago. Right. And then I guess technically, y'all did meet in like 2016. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. But those memories are. (laughs) You know, it just came, when you said 2016, I feel like uh, 2016 is like the new 2010. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like is 2010 it? used to have a certain energy to it where you're like, oh yeah, that was like that was like five, six years ago. And now that's 2016. Yeah. I think 16 has a interesting big I mean, not to get political or anything. Oh, but, I know. You know. There's lots of talk on the internet from people of all ages about how 2016 was the last good year. That was my biggest touring year ever. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about biggest, maybe most frequent, most numerous. <laughs> It was like most it was an, an insane year for music. I think it was just because that's when Trump got elected and, and yeah. the whole world uh yeah. is different before and after. Worry, oh, worry by Jeff Rosenstock. <laughs> yes. Is our Jeff Blonde by Jeff Frank Ocean. Sean? No, hey, um, we're on the pod. Oh, what's up, guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got a guest here. We got Steve. What up, Sean? You guys haven't met, Steve? but this is his third time on the pod. Coming for you. Oh, that's awesome. They're saying he just said there's if there's a Mount Rushmore of guests, there's three people on it now. You're you're the big head, but uh... <laughs> okay. Then we got Steve. Who's three? Will from the Holophonics. Oh, nice. Yes, of course. <laughs> yes, 
great uh great company uh dude we just watched football the, the episode oh my god the bemo episode you damn right it's bemo november baby yeah with BMO the that is all time we're bemo with the with the mirror yeah with the mirror yeah it's and all reflections i don't even know how to take that one apart <laughs> that's my job baby <laughs> Yeah, dude. So, did you saw Algernon Cadwalder last night? I saw Algernon Cadwalder last night. It was absolutely wonderful. It was so great. Cool. Um, the sound was atrocious, but you know, you kind of want that for that band. I don't know. Do you? Do you want yeah. that for any band? It depends on the. I think. I think. I think. Let's, Sean. We're gonna have a larger Algernon and sound discussion next time. Come on, because that's what we do when you're on the pod. Now we just talk about sound business. <laughs> yeah, we do, and we have to because I just did. I just worked my first two days at El Rey. Oh, nice. Um, I worked. I worked front of house on my first day, which was fun. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, I'm going in for my third day today. So, did you do monitors yeah. yesterday? I was supposed to do monitors, and then, like, at the last... I was supposed to do monitors only for the local opener, and then when they showed up for their load-in time, they were like, hey, so, um, we actually just paid, like, the touring front-of-house guy, uh, and he's just gonna do our whole our whole thing. So, you know, that... So then I just, like, basically helped... I basically just helped them connect their console to, like, our system and stuff like that. That was it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I should run... Something today, I don't know. <laughs> Nothing is assigned. It, you straight up like walk in, and it's just like, "Hey, so who wants to run front of house and who wants to run monitors today?" Seriously? Okay, cool. That's how they do it. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. And we get called. We get paid to be there an hour before the first band loads in, and we like show up, and then it's like, "Okay, let's figure that out." Okay, cool. Now here's the input list, and then like we're like, you know, it's like it's kind of like we're like on the clock to like do the mental prep work of how the audio is going to work for like an hour. Yeah. Um, well, this is. Yeah. I hate to cut you off. This is the kind of sound talk I, I wanted to save for the next appearance. <laughs> I, I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to cut into Steve's time. But there's a, a new theme song of sound talk coming. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Is there a sound talk theme song? <laughs> No, but I love this. This is Sean. This is like part of the fabric of our podcast. And now the fact that we started out with zero sound professionals on the podcast, Eric has now made it his career. I mean, live sound professionals, live sound professionals. And now he full time live sound professionals. Yeah. And now you're in it. It's like the the, the lore just deepens. I've also been dipping my toe into corporate sound, which is a whole different thing that we'll have to talk about next time, too. Oh, yeah. I hate when sounds yeah. get all corporatized. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of fucking sellouts. Yeah. Um, Sean, love you. Um, we got to tally up how, how many times you've been on the pod soon. Uh, how many times what? You've been on the pod. I don't know. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. We got to figure it out. Almost a co at this point. Yeah. <laughs> 20 times. Yeah. All right. He's, well, he's like the, uh, the, the Tim Daniels from Back to the Island. Yeah. Do you know that reference? I'd say he's more like Paul F. Tompkins from Comedy Bang Bang. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm, I'm trying to be Paul F. Tompkins from Comedy Bang Bang. 
Um, I don't know Tim Daniels, but sounds lovely if he's like Sean. Um, Sean, drive safe. We'll, we'll, we'll talk later. Whoa, what's going on? <laughs> uh, there's just some guy on the street corner playing bachata music. Ooh. Way too loud out of a PA system for nobody. <laughs> it sounded like it was for me, honestly. Mm. Dance. All right. Uh, All right. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Sound talk. I do want to hear more. I didn't mean to cut him off, but... Uh, we I, we've done if you've li- anyone who's listened recently, sound talk can just go. It goes, goes. Yeah. Um. So thank you, Sean. Okay. Want to talk about football? It is Beam November. Let's play the Beam November theme song. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about football. <laughs> <laughs> Episode discussion. <laughs> All right, season seven, episode five. Yes, football. football now, baby. great classic adventure time in that the, the episode just starts with bemoan football talking. Yeah, iconic scene. Yes, just into the mirror. Into- football is his or their reflection. Bemo's mm-hmm. reflection in the mm-hmm. mirror, or as we learn, any surface. Any surface. Any reflective surface. Any reflective surface. And Bemo, well, now it's unclear. We're going to have to talk about this. <laughs> Whether Bemo is projecting a whole entire uh, being on their reflection in the mirror, or does Bemo's ref- is Bemo's reflection sentient and live within an alternate dimension located within the reflection is there a mirror universe is there a mirror universe and does football live there and is football real Real, i would posit that football is real to bemo and bemo is real to football because whatever exists in bemo's programming makes it totally interwoven into the fabric of actual reality Mm -hmm. but for everyone else Football is not real. <laughs> well, it could be like a like a DID thing too, right? Like a dissociative identity. Like it has like two different identities in its chips situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've talked about BMO is programmed for imagination. Yeah. Uh, so there isn't a true reality that BMO experiences that's distinct from imagination. It's all just just as real to BMO. Yeah. Um. So it's one hundred percent authentic that football exists. Yeah. For BMO. For BMO. For BMO, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Eric, you're getting distracted. I was texting you and Sean <laughs> while you were giving that nice <laughs> explanation. Um, I like that. Um, they, I like that they keep it vague because even when BMO is speaking to football and Jake and Finn are in the room, they don't really register. Like, I wanted so desperately later on in the episode when BMO has the cone on their head and is talking, or football has the cone on I their head. My cone. It's talking, yeah, it's talking to BMO. That I wanted to, see, I wanted to see from Finn and Jake's point of view them watching the BMO the and football conversation just yeah. to see what it looked like from their end. But I like that they didn't because then it keeps it more ambiguous. Right. Every time football appears, we now we either see it through actual like BMO's eyes or in a third person view, like from BMO's perspective. Like you never see football from like a more objective 
viewpoint. You never see football from Finn and Jake's standpoint. Um, it's always with the perspective, the implied perspective of BMO that we get football. There's never a shot also where you see uh, BMO's face and football's face in the, like together. Mm. Uh, well, when they're like against the mirror and yeah, stuff. You do. Uh like the first time when BMO and like where they're trying to switch places and they they do like the yeah 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 you get that like from like the the exact middle point like under <clears throat> but, yeah but if you see one of them talking you would never see the oh okay yeah, the yeah. face of the other so yeah because right 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 it, it implies that like if you an observer was to see like if an observer was to have a vantage point where they could see both like sides of that they would have to see both mouths moving at the same time right. Um, but we never get that vantage point, which is great. It keeps it a little more vague yeah. and a little more like, is this happening to the point where um, when they switch places now, football's out there and has declared that they're never going back oh, into God, the mirror. That is like some evil. I know. Evil I was like on there, dude. really scared for Remo. So this is kind of a trope, right? Like what are some of the works that are being referenced here? Ooh. That is a great question because I have, we've obviously seen this before. Yeah. Like trading um, places, uh, um, the Parent Trap with Lindsay with Lohan. Lindsay. Sure, <laughs> this was on the other night at uh, Polly G's Pizza, and you were just ripping through it and ripping. It was on in the background, and my friend was like, "I love Parent Trap." It was explaining to me the plot. Do you know the plot of the Parent Trap? Yeah, yeah. So there's it's like the they twins, like the match twins make their no, the twins switch places. Yeah, and then one's in California, one's in London, and I think one of them is like, "I don't want to go back to." Oh, I thought. No, that's not what happens. Oh, it's not? Yeah, I thought it was like they okay, tried to hook up the I parents. I misunderstood what was happening. <laughs> that's why it's like the parent trap. Okay, um, how about then Freaky Friday? <laughs> no. The Does whole, that happen in Freaky Friday? The entire, like... No, the whole premise is to get back yeah. in Freaky Friday. Okay, Eric, how about you try one? <laughs> uh, well, okay. One that I know that happened after this episode is uh, Jordan Peele's Us. Right? Mm. Sort of. Um, okay. Spoiler. Like, but again, like that sort of seems like it's it's a trope that references earlier works, right? Like where where has this happened? It's probably prior? in some Twilight Zone episode. <clears throat> yeah, my my pod prep is poor in this one. I feel but I feel like there's so many of these things that have happened with like doppelgangers switching yeah. and I mean Twin Peaks, kinda. Oh yeah, with uh there you go. With, That's what you're Cooper. talking about. Yeah, um, Agent Cooper and, and Bob, uh, Bob and Mr. C, Mr. The C, the one. evil. And also uh, another Twin Peaks thing, uh, the from the first season or the second season when uh, I forget her name, but the oh here we go, the Asian lady that like runs the sawmill. Yeah, and then she uh, she gets in a doorknob. Yeah, she like into the doorknob, and it kind of reminded me of like all the little BMO faces and oh, all the little reflections yeah. and stuff. Real Twin Peaks energy in yeah. this one. I was feeling right. it, feeling a horde. So here's what I got open. This is. A list of body swap appearances in all media. Oh. <laughs> what is okay. going on here? Play that body swap appearances in media theme song. Or if you don't want to do no. that, Eric, you can do the Google theme song. Sure. That's good too. Play the Google theme but, song. But I mean, body swap right now is be November and everything. Uh, <laughs> Google, Google, do you have the answers that I see?
All right, I'm, I'm just trying to look for some shit that I know about. Yeah, yeah. There's Fiji yeah. Friday. Uh-huh. I don't, as established, maybe it doesn't work. I don't know what's going on with my monitor. Oh, God, this is like my amp last night. It was just cutting out whenever it wanted to. Yeah. Oh, how was that show? Except for the amp cutting out. It was pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you play last night? Uh, yeah, out of Shrunken Head. STP? Stop the presses, not Stone Temple Pilots. Mm-hmm. Although we're good friends. Uh, how was uh, the pandemics played, right? Yeah, I'm first just... time I've seen them in fucking like six, seven years. Oh, or yeah, something. it's been That's a while for me. It's been a while. Another drummer that I saw in England, uh, Kat from the pandemics. That's right. She's playing with like Rude Girl Review, that like all girl, all star ska band. Yeah. Um, she's super cool. I'm so happy I get to hang out with her now. Yeah. All right. Here's here's something that I, I in here listed in TV is they have they have Adventure Time, but they have Son of Mars. Ooh. With uh, yes. Jake and Magic Man. <laughs> Magic um, Man. Oh. I think you're looking at not the right list. What, uh, what What? would I be looking at? You're looking at more Freaky Friday type stuff. Yeah, body swaps. So I'm looking for a body swap, but then in the body swap, the one person doesn't want to go back. I don't know if there's going to be a list that's that specific. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it, it's not even necessarily like the the physicality of the body swap that's important here. It's just the like the taking someone's place. How 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 should I Google that? I don't know. <laughs> that's what I wrote. Switching places in media, <laughs> and they were like, "Here, here you go." Um, it's like a, assuming the role of of someone against their will, like an identity theft almost. Yes. Yeah. It's hard to come up with the top of my head, man. But I just feel like in the ether that it's there, that I've seen this thing a million times. Mm-hmm. But um, Oh, I know one great one is Face Off. <laughs> <laughs> face. Took his face off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Caster Troy does not want to go back. And what was the other? Something Pollock? Um, or something? Yeah. So Nicolas Cage is Caster Troy. Who is... Um, or I mean, Travolta, aren't they like both both characters? Yeah, that's why it's a feat of modern acting <laughs> and technology. And technology. Oh, Sean Archer. Ah, oh, that was it. Why did I think it's dude? Yeah, maybe that's Con Air. I'm thinking of no mm. other one. I love Con Air, but that that does happen yeah. in, in Face Off, where uh, he wants to John Travolta because John Travolta has like a wife and daughter and everything, yeah, yeah. and Nicolas Cage is just like fucked up, dude. You ever seen Face Off, Eric? Oh my god, it's been so long. I watched it like five years ago and it was awesome. <laughs> it holds it's, up. It's definitely worth a yeah. I don't know if holds up the right like I don't know if it held up at the first like go, but it's something. Yeah, it's something. So anyway, um should we do a little little plot summary here? I think uh yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. Well yeah, that's a good football. So Bemo's talking to themselves in the mirror to football, the reflection. They have a really cute exchange. It's up on our Instagram. It's it's outrageous. Simo, or is it football? Can I tell you a secret? Yeah. Like, okay. I love you. <laughs> you are so smart and so handsome. <laughs> right. So this is what's interesting about Bimo and football's relationship is that they love each other, and it's it almost feels like Bimo giving themselves affirmation via football and being like, "I love you. You are great and and, yeah. and perfect and everything." But then it sort of twists in that football is like my one wish would be to live outside of the mirror in the real world and be just for a day, just for a day. Yeah. 
says, I'll do that for you and comes out. And then all of a sudden, like BMO's taking on this sort of like shadow self sort of uh, things. And now football is out in the world and acting a little bit uh, strange, should yeah. we say. And this is all taking place in the treehouse. It's another contained episode. Yes. Very tight. Very tight. So they, uh, football immediately runs out and feels grass for the first time. Just starts rubbing it all over and then like short circuits almost. Like oh, a catnip yeah. situation. Like, Wah. Oh, my God. <laughs> just, just um, loving it. Loving it. And then goes over to a pond and meets a duck. Named Carlos, his best friend from college. From college. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's been so long, Carlos. Because of a slap in the butt. <laughs> Carlos reminded me, I guess, a little bit of Ricky. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. the the chicken, yeah. Beamer just does this, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just per stop. Well, I guess because usually a, a Game Boy would not be sentient. <laughs> so if an inanimate object that is sentient might be like, oh, other inanimate objects can be sentient, or well, that I mean, just a duck isn't. No, that's true. Inanimate. I guess it, assigning it a personality. I guess it's the imagination programming. It, it, yeah. Personification of... Uh, personification. Or anthropomorphizing? Mm-hmm. Is that the... Yeah. Thing? yeah Putting human qualities works. on non-human things? I think mm-hmm. that's what that is. I just... I love that there's a backstory that they've been friends since college. <laughs> it's so beautiful. <laughs> that's very BMO. Deep backstory. And then... I um, also love that he has the concept of college. Which oh, yeah. clearly doesn't exist. Like, oh, Ooh, that's a good. Pick <laughs> Great up. point. Do they? I feel like they talk about college sometimes in Adventure Time, right? But I don't know. It's weird because there's definitely very little, like even just schooling in general. I think maybe once or twice, like little candies, I might have seen like in a school situation. But yeah, or like little flames in like the Flame Kingdom, maybe. Yeah, it's one of those things that they reference that. Doesn't need to make sense in the universe, but no. we get the joke. Slightly anachronistic, maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm searching for college and adventure time. <laughs> but uh, but then they go back into the treehouse where Finn and Jake have um, amassed an insane amount of grapefruits. It's just like a lethal amount of grapefruits. Yeah, that's not explained. Uh, that's just like what they have going on at this point in time. Yeah, they're just doing like a grapefruit day. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> Which, well, sure. yeah. Well, what I was gonna say is, is because Finn and Jake are going on adventures all the time. Sure, Bemo's not on most of them. So then Bemo's at home, just doing whatever. So I almost think of this as like a reverse episode where it's like, okay, Finn and Jake were off in some sort of grapefruit world and got paid in grapefruits for saving grapefruit princess or something, Ooh. and like came back and now they're just like chilling after something, and now they come back to Bemo. Being telling them that they are football. Yeah, <laughs> nice to meet you, football. Yeah, and they they playing along like oh, Bemo's just being silly or whatever. You know? Yeah, but although Bemo's behavior is is really erratic, it's like it really feels like a mental health crisis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and Finn and Jake they're receptive to a point where it's like okay, like we'll go along with whatever you need this to be. Yeah, but then they do start getting worried. As they should. Yeah. Because because football is immediately weird. So football comes in and is kind of like BMO. It talks to the grapefruit, calls it baby. <laughs> and then like just punts it. Yeah. <laughs> but then they go in and then what do they, they ask football a question and football's response to it is to just hop on one leg. Oh, they oh they ask oh is Bemo your papa? Yeah, and then he just hops on one leg, going like ha, 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 ha. <laughs> away. Yeah, and that's very eerie. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Same thing. It did like cartwheels away from Carlos before. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, cart cartwheels. I'll, have we ever seen BMO cartwheel? I mean, we've seen BMO stunt all over the fucking place. Yes. <laughs> I've seen him do a kickflip. That's that yeah. sick. Yeah, BMO is is quite active. Very bad. Um, yeah, and then and then after that, is that when uh, BMO? We see BMO in the mirror universe, like living within the reflection. Yeah, which is a really cool visual. Nice mm-hmm. slate of like blue over everything, giving you the code, but in like a black void. A lot of it, right? It's like you, you're kind of given this image of like you're not like in a full other world. You're really only in what's visible from the perspective of some looking through the mirror. Yeah, just the reflections. <clears throat> yeah, um, really cool angle that you get into that. Almost a little Stranger Thingsy when they're in like that black void yeah. and you could, there's like a couple of times where there's like locations or whatever. Right. It's mostly just like yes. darkness. It's just so unsettling. It's a black void and all that exists is whatever's in the reflection at that time. Right. That Which idea, that's so like cool. some re so uh, I guess we're establishing that's BMO um envisioning that. That's like a pretty elaborate uh like envisioning uh, that be most doing. That's like some good so imagination. So is it elaborate? And this is like, I guess, the real question of this episode: Is it elaborate envisioning, or is this actually happening? Right. Is there a, like a magical reflection universe that is actually doing these things? Yeah, I will say I saw a um, I did a a Zoom uh call two two times this week. Where usually on some of those like interfacing apps, they show you the mirror reflection. So like the uh-huh, part yeah. of my hair, I part it to the right side. And then the reflection, it's, you know, on the left side of the face. So I'm like, cool, it makes sense. On Zoom, on the web browser, they flip my reflection. So, and that screws me up so bad. Like, I was having trouble paying attention to what I was saying. And I was like, that does look like a bizarro Nick. And like, I'm like, that's not how I tilt my head. I'm like, oh, it's all screwed up. Yeah, they show you what the other person's seeing. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that at all. Um, and I started to wonder if, uh, that Nick was going to take my place. <laughs> <laughs> sort of related to that. I had a, a discussion the other day with someone about like, if you were like, Hey, you got something on your face. Do you like do the mirror or do you do like the, like this? So if it's on the right side of the face, do you go like touch your right side or I'm going to give it where it is on you Oh wow. on that side, like mirrored or like regular. I always thought that was like an interesting choice. That yeah. is a very interesting, I think I would mirror it. Right, I think yeah. so. But I think I, most but, people go mirror, but a lot of times I'll just be like, not like user right side and do right. Oh, things right, kind of thing. Yeah, there. This is brings up a really interesting sort of uh, angle into this episode. What is the psychology behind like all these mirror concepts? Like, how do, how does our brain process like what's going on in mirrors? Obviously, BMO is doing it like to an extreme level. But there, I think there's a lot of subconscious like trickery that our brain does with mirrors. Yeah, yeah. And I guess I mean it is true. If if you're the writers must have been like, okay, cool. Like, what's a confusing concept for an imagine based character, <laughs> imagination based character? Because it's mirrors are already can be kind of confusing to all of us. <laughs> yeah. Because it's weird. Like sometimes you ever look like I I got a full length mirror over here, which I didn't used to have one in like a previous apartment. And then when you get it, and you really look at it. And sometimes you're like, that's what I look that's like. That's what I get. <laughs> you know, like you're like, I feel like I look different. Uh, I specifically steer clear of mirrors because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need to see this. I'm yeah. sorry that everyone else asked it. 
Right. It's like when you see pets like looking in a mirror and they get freaked out. Mm. Like they don't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Hey, when you're on when you're on uh when you're tripping, they always say never. Don't. Yeah, oh, I've gosh. done that a few times. Shit gets real shaky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a mistake. Starts breaking down. <laughs> yeah, stay clear of mirrors, kids. Yeah. Stay on rugs. Bemo Bemo's uh perpetually tripping essentially. <laughs> Ooh, what a wonderful life. Yeah. Yeah, when you put it that way, that makes sense. Right? Um yeah, so then, so and there, and Bimo's getting weird, like worried, like this is weird. And then we just see football. This scene where football comes back to talk to Bimo is is really one of the most intense. And it's just like because Bimo's far away, and football is just like, I'm not going back, Bimo. Just like real, real softly, matter of factly, I'm not yeah. going back. And Bimo's like, wait, what? What'd you say? What? Yeah. And it's like, I'm not going back, and just slowly. Right, closes and, and, the door. <laughs> and right before this, we see because when they're when Finn and Jake are asking football questions, football is processing it and it's giving facial expressions that we've never seen Bimo give. Oh yeah, yeah the real yeah. thick eyebrows, thick eyebrowed, furrow yeah. brow, um, a mouth that's like a all jag, like a up and down line. It's like uh oh. And then in there, when when football's closing the door and its eyes go like horizontal, this is such a great scene. Yeah, because it's set up so that. BMO and football are doing the same thing, like physically, like they they are making the same moves, but it really feels like football is closing the door on BMO. And yet each of these sides of the personality are, you know, locked in sync. And yet it feels like one side is doing the thing to the other. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking maybe of another like not body swap thing, but Two Face from uh, like Batman, mm. like has the two personalities like constantly at war with each other, right? <laughs> yeah, but I kind of get that vibe from Bimo, where it's like one side is closing the door and the other one's like, no. Yeah, I like Two Face. I like these. They're yeah. These are these are concepts that are in. I it's gonna click with us later. About mm. like the about where else we've seen some stuff like this. Um, yeah, I'll call in for the next. Ep- yeah, there you go. Allah, John. What is what is like the um, the term for like a like a body snatcher type doppelganger? It, it there's there's something more than like a doppelganger who assumes your who replaces you. Hmm. That's it. I mean, they're calling it a, bo- a body swap. Body swap. Persona swap. I don't know. I feel like we're just missing like the key for his for all this. No, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, f- uh, football closes the door on BMO, yes. and then what happens after that? Closes the door. Um, closes the door, and then uh, football calls a family meeting. Oh, that's right, and says like BMO's gone. Yeah, BMO told me that they weren't going to be coming back, and was very sad. And they, th- their reaction, and Nectar comes, and oh, their yeah, reaction is all after BMO is or football is crying and saying all this is a round of applause. <laughs> Good for you, BMO. Yeah. Cause I, everyone thinks he's just playing, that BMO's playing around. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, wow, this is great acting. BMO. You really found a deep character there. This is real pathos to fucking football, you know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And it's, it's fun to see Nectar. It's fun. The, the family meeting and they're going to do it. Just pops out a pie for them to eat while, Football's right. giving their spiel. It looks so good for some reason. That pie oh, with the purple filling. I know. It's like the best pie. It just pie. looks so good to me. Is that the best pie I've ever seen Nectar make, maybe? so fucking good. Did yeah, you? it looked more like a legit pie than anything we've ever seen Nectar do. Yeah. Which I like that Nectar is now 
a part of the family and flourishing, even if we don't see it. So what? Okay, how about this? What happens to Nectar? Well, we're gonna get there. Let's let's. This because, isn't this isn't resolved. No. But also, Oof. well, I want to talk about that. So basically, is this after this is where now football is racked with a little bit of guilt, and as they're going around, they start seeing the reflections right of where BMO is, and it starts getting uh, a bit taunted. So I think it, I think it starts. Uh, football goes outside, and Jake like brings football yes. a grapefruit with a spoon, right? With a cool spoon with like fucking jagged edges all around, like a it. grapefruit spoon or something. It's very. I would love to have spoons like that one. Day. Yeah, um, and then fucking football sees the reflection in the spoon and then it's like chaos from there like everything that football sees and reflections are just bemo's faces everywhere trying to get out and just like haunting football like football i'm gonna get you yeah so it's every every reflection in the treehouse all around so football grabs a shillelagh yeah. It's like wooden club that they have just like in like an umbrella stand of yeah. like swords and stuff. Grabs a shillelagh and just starts smashing every glass, every mirror, everything that has a reflection. The stove, the uh, the windows, cups, everything. And then gets to Neptar and bashes Neptar up with that shillelagh. Yeah. Ooh. And yeah. And and the, the bashing of, of Neptar is incredibly... Um, violent because it's not just it's one smash to the reflective surface of the microwave but then i believe that football keeps bashing and that's when uh finn comes in enough with the shillelagh (laughs) Um, but it's incredibly violent and now eric what you're saying it's unresolved because after this they resolve the whole bmo football thing but we don't see (laughs) nectar after this because i feel like we've seen nectar maybe after this and nectar is now fucked up (laughs) like bandages and stuff yeah that sounds right. I don't know. That's that's something we should know as a the premiere adventure time <laughs> podcast. It, does he get healed? I like the idea because Neptar like comes around what like first second season, but like season seven he's whipping up some dope ass pies. Like yeah, he's at the top of his game only to get fucking maimed by Bimo. Well, by football. By football. Yeah. I still I don't know if I think football and Beamer are the same person, right? Like it, I think they You're might be convinced. different. I'm not convinced yet. I, sure. I don't know. You don't see him like in the same room at the same time kind of vibes, but like, I, I, I will say I, I'm on the fence. I, I, Eric, I hear what you're saying, but I also do believe that it could actually have happened <laughs> because they show like in that, you know, you, you're right with all the, like, he's programmed for imagination, so, like, all that stuff could be in his mind. But, like, the way that mirror dimension, like, in everything works, I'm just like, I don't know, man. I don't Maybe know. Maybe they're different. I feel like they're different. It's a fucking magical fantasy show. I feel like right. they might they have to be strange. Yeah. Like that. So, so and especially, here's, like, what really, like, they put BMO and, I guess, time out with a, a cone a cone on their head. <laughs> and it has to just look out the window <laughs> in the corner and like they're because they're basically disciplining because because be, does people refer to Jake as their father uh, or, maybe. or Finn? Do they? I, I don't know. I forget. I think now. Jake gets referred to as Papa. Maybe. Sometimes. Yeah, and then or no, Bimo uh, says at, in the last episode. Now I get to be the Papa. Yeah, like like Jake is his son. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's something going on there, uh, and. And that's where the the real confrontation where BMO football escalates, and BMO's like, "If you do this, if you keep going, you will end up in a dirt hole, far in the ground, 
far in the ground. And That's dirt you learned hole. at the factory or something like when you become broken parts, you go into the dirt hole. The dirt hole. <laughs> and that's like the big thing. And and Bemo's like, you have to fix this if you want to live. And uh that's too much it's like too much existential for despair. And football smashes a window and goes onto the roof. And Finn and Jake are now like very concerned as they should be. <laughs> yeah. Um because it's like, oh, this is like a real trouble. Like before they're smashing it, but now it's like I was actually pretty bothered by it when I saw football running across the roof because I was like, okay, this is like a real mental problem for BMO now because I was like, BMO's lost control. Like they were told that you're not, you don't do this, chill out. You can't break things. And now it was almost like a complete out of control action. Almost as if it wasn't BMO. Yeah. Like possessed by like, I'm getting further away from it. I know. I was like, this is now less cute and more, I'm like frightened yeah. for the well-being of our, like one of our favorite characters. <laughs> yeah. And then they're up there and- No reflections. Just trying to stay there. And, you know, Finn and Jake come up and they're like, hey, what's going on? Something's going on. <laughs> and be, uh, football just like runs away behind like a big, I don't know what's reflecting off. There was like a chimney. Yeah. Something or like the, like a pipe off the top of the house for like smoke or whatever. Huge BMO reflection. Yeah. Dirt hole. Dirt hole. And that scares football off the roof, bounces a few times, lands in the lake and mm. a beautiful shot of, uh, I guess BMO coming up through the reflection of the water of the little pond and, uh, football going down into it. I know. Nice, oh, it was a great shot. It was so great. I was scared though, as they were falling, uh, football, um, I was like, don't break on the ground, but also don't get like your circuits fried going into this. the water. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> the waterproofing of BMO is a little uh, inconsistent. Inconsistent because show. we've seen it happen. <laughs> Remember when BMO had to dry their batteries or whatever? <laughs> yeah. oh, it just took them out and fucking fell yeah. dead. <laughs> and then wasn't there one where BMO had to like take out the batteries and then fall into a new set of batteries? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's wild. That was really crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah so so this is interesting now when bimo comes out and looks at football and football is happy because their friends are there and because carlos in, yeah. finn and jake are in there they're outside carlos is there so it's really interesting to me is that i'm trying to follow the logic of the mirror universe because before what it seemed like was when this exchange happened in the mirror when bimo was operating out of these different reflection surfaces it was basically they were stationed in where the mirror was in the bathroom and was looking at different portals, but was still stationed in the bathroom. Now that this exchange has happened in the pond, the the home will be base will be the pond, which is just a far nicer place to be because there's always a reflection there. Cause think about it before, if the reflection was in the bathroom, if the door was closed, then the only thing you see is the bathroom. If the door is open, then you oh, get yeah, the, hallway. the hallway. Yeah, but yeah. now if the reflection of the pond is just the entire world and people are walking by and walking. That's so much for football. Um, but I was surprised that it was like, you're locked into one mirrored location. Interesting. And not all like, you know, like I would have thought there was a whole mirrored world you could sort of live in, but no, apparently it's like wherever that exchange is made, that's where you live. But I guess, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's, um, uh, there's a show, Infinity Train, uh, which is created by Owen Dennis, who is a storyboarder on regular show, uh, that it's like the whole 
second season or like a lot of the first and second season sort of have this this mirror thing as like its primary mechanic uh um i'd be interested to maybe dig into that a little bit more see if there's any people that worked on this yeah this episode involved in that that's like another i feel like that's another stranger things kind of vibe to me like there's like the certain gates or whatever you can get through but you can like still affect things a little bit through like other portals like that vecna shit i feel like he was like grabbing people from wherever but you know it's like that main portal under the hawkins lab or whatever (laughs) yeah um well we'll get to who worked on this so now they're there and bmo comes out and uh finn jacob they're kind of like bmo is now happy and like normal again and Jake's like, put that cone back on your head, young man. <laughs> oh, yes, I missed my traffic cone so much. Yeah. <laughs> and sits down and I don't know. It's and it just says, yay, and like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. Okay. It's one of those where it ends and you're like, okay, I'm glad everything's sort of back to normal, but I'm still really nervous for BMO. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of the ending of With Air. Yes. <laughs> And because like the air and the bubble thing is like a yeah. whole other where you're like, is this really happening or is this BMO imagining it? That seemed like it was really happening. So if this if that's happening, couldn't this football thing be happening? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm on I'm on team football's real. Yeah, that's interesting comparing it to the BMO lost because <clears throat> the whole episode of BMO lost, I didn't really question whether bubble was real or not. I just kind of thought it was real, but this yeah. this episode, I am questioning whether yeah. it's real. All the random, you know, non sentient things in the universe that become like root beer floats and fucking whatever <laughs> that are you know real. Why can't you know a bubble's real? Why can't That's football be real? A good question. <laughs> this, is, this is this is tough. This is philosophical. I think it's real within the confines of BMO's programming. I get it. Still not sure though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Did but did you guys see the snail? Did you see the snail? Did you see the snail? What did you see? Leave that in. Yes, I saw the snail. Steve, did you see the snail? Oh, you better believe I saw that snail. Hey, Nick, do you see that snail? I did see the snail. Oh, let's go! <laughs> we get that, that song. Yeah, play it. We never hear it. Oh, God. Here we go. Lurking in the scenery throughout the land of ooh. lies in wait for me and you.
say this snail was maybe one of the easiest snails to spot yeah. in so so long. Uh, they gave it. They gave it to us they, and gave it to it for a while. Charger does work. Like a real easy, just change of the <clears throat> BMO on the stool, and I think it's when BMO and football are doing the the switch. Yeah, it cuts to the bottom of the stool shaking around, and the snail's just there for like two seconds, just yeah. like what up, real thick, right in your face. Congratulations to us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good job, everyone. Just incredible. Um, you know, for a song the I haven't heard that often, hooked into my brain. I was singing the melody the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a classic. Back when I used to put effort into writing theme songs. <laughs> when there was more time. <laughs> it's coming back. I want to yeah. do one soon. Bit a minute. Season season four. That's the promise. Season four is going to have good theme songs. Are we songs. in season three yet? We're in season three right now. When was the premiere? <laughs> uh... A few weeks, months ago? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I can look it up. <laughs> we did, we did I think say it was, season three premiere special. It might have been when I got back from tour with Crazy in the Brains. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. You were playing with Crazy in the Brains, too. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, everyone's in that band now. Allie flew out to, they flew her out to LA to do a, like one show with Gogol Bordello. Yeah. So wild. That girl went from like England to LA to New York to Chicago in like a week. I know. Yeah. Cause Allie Oof. was, cause Allie was in England for all that shit. Like they asked me if I could fill in. I'm like, oh man, I'm like booked at Brooklyn Bowl. Like yeah. I can't do it either. Uh, but I think they're playing um, the, cause Gogol Bordello is doing three shows for New Year's at Brooklyn Bowl. Oh, wow. And I think Crazy in the Brains is going to do one of them. Um, and I'm running Freddy House for those shows. Nice. All right. I'm sure fucking, I'm sure I'll be there if Valley's playing. I haven't seen Gogo Budella before. I hear my boy Eugene is still out of his mind. All right. Here we got season three premiere, yeah. Mart- May 25th. Yeah. So that was, uh, I guess, right as I started working at Brooklyn Bowl. And was living in Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's when we started season three. <clears throat> Damn. Some Adventure Guys pod history. <laughs> there it is for you. Um, we're going to go on to Miscellaneous Mania, but before we do, if you're enjoying the podcast, give us five stars on whatever app you're on. Um, if you like it and you, re- you really want to support, uh, go to anchor.fm slash Adventure Guys podcast. You can give us some money. And then if you're still hankering, uh, mm. share us on Twitter while it's still live. Socials. Like, there might only be another uh, couple days of it, so just get it up there. What, yeah. what, what's going on? Why are people so upset about Twitter? They were like, oh, it's supposed to be free speech or something. Like, oh, when, when was that ever a thing? Well, it's, that was a thing. <laughs> like, what was it? Dude, this, is, this, this could be, a, this is its own three-part podcast. Oh, yeah. But uh, e- Elon Musk bought Twitter. Yeah, I heard that. Claiming he was going to do free speech. Then it's it's a whole rigmarole where it's like we have the internet already. It's already free speech place. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> that's a whole thing. Basically, I don't even. He got into this whole thing where people were doing like impersonating other people uh-huh. on there, especially him. Yeah, and he didn't like that. Sure. And he and um so he, he banned the company. No, this is after he bought the company, and he banned some people who were impersonating him. <laughs> then other people were saying like. You can't like the quality of information on Twitter isn't great. Like people don't know what the sources are, especially when people are impersonating. Well, rule people. number one: you shouldn't be getting information. 
<laughs> don't get information from the internet. That's, like, come on, that's what it should be. But I think a lot of people use it as that. And then what yeah. happened was is he opened one of his big ideas was that in order to get verified on Twitter, there was this like Twitter blue program where you were going to have to pay $8 a month in order to be verified, okay, so. which people were like upset about. But then when he opened that, people started changing their name to like, coca-cola and then claiming the verified like paying the eight dollars so it was like originally when people started like to take up all the names and yeah. stuff like it's just happening again yeah and people were like taking up whoever getting oh, verified God. as them and then saying crazy shit and then he didn't like that and they tried to stop that and then people were like elon you said free speech was back and parody <laughs> was back like you can't and yeah, then you, you get it all or you get none of it right so that's that was all brewing but then he also laid off half of twitter's workforce mm. within the first <laughs> week or two and then on f- yesterday friday it seems that the rest of the entire company was either laid off or quit what the and fuck? uh told to leave um until and they wouldn't they reopen the offices on monday oh, and i think it's unclear this juncture whether or not they have jobs i don't know i was reading this last night on the way to go to a show but it was insane it's Uh, crazy twitter is such a a global like situation and i like completely missed it i have no idea what's going on i've never used twitter in my it's fucking insane to me that everyone's all up in arms and i have no idea what's going on i love twitter it's amazing yeah i only started using it recently um, it because is, the holophonics have shit to promote. <laughs> there you go. It's yeah. a great place to stay up on. It is sort of. So the thing is about it is like if you're on it, I think the people who are, read it feel like it's a huge deal. Like this is their entry into the world. Mm-hmm. But the, the amount of people that are actually on it and active users is quite small. Yeah. And that was one of the things actually Elon went to buy it and they had some huge number of users that use Twitter. But then they found out there was a lot of bots, a lot of things. And then the like active like. It was, oh man, I, I want to go find the stat, but it was some high percentage, like over 50% of all the usage on Twitter is done by an incredibly small group of um, of like ultra users or something. Yeah. But the cool thing is, is that all the people on it are the people who are really engaged with either culture, yeah. trends, news. So as a user, it's fun because like those things bubble up to the surface very quickly and through their algorithms, you're like seeing it. It's kind of like what happens on, on TikTok. Um, the only thing that sucks about it is, is then in order to get engagements, people um, say outlandish shit or fake shit yeah. or blow things out of proportion or doomsdayers and say shit they don't even believe in or start hating on things they don't even know about. All these Just things trolling in, yeah. trolling in yeah. order to get engagement. And that's the problem I have with Twitter. But I think we can stop talking about this. As well. <laughs> Three part pod coming yeah. tomorrow yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, let's get to miscellaneous mania. Yeah, yeah, what do you yeah, say? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to no, <laughs> go down the rabbit hole on Twitter there. Oh, oh, play that down the rabbit hole theme song. <laughs> Caught it just in time. Down the rabbit hole. Down the rabbit hole. Maybe we should pop that one in at the beginning of the Twitter conversation. <laughs> like, get prepared to go down this rabbit hole, motherfucker. I think I had to write that one because of you, Steve. I, you know what? If I don't. Have you inspired to write at least one song every time I'm here? I think it'd be a failure on my no, part. I should, have, I should have prepared for that more. I <laughs> I do have okay. I technically have time to like write theme songs, but I also have to like play. I have to practice guitar, so I have, I have music time scheduled. And if some of that is recording theme Ugh. songs, then it's fine. That's the worst. <laughs> one of the worst things I've heard in so long. I have music time scheduled. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, my life is so fucked up right now. I just hate scheduling, even though I have to practice guitar. I need to schedule. Put, put my hours in. Um, Especially as an adult, you need to schedule. Once you fall off that schedule, like from traveling, like all around, like I just got back from doing oh, all this man. stuff. I've been like I, up and down and out. I'm like, yeah, no idea what's up. I I really am missing my my schedule that I uh, established myself in quarantine, and then I held on to it for like six months post, and it's just been completely decimated. And it's not a good feeling. Music industry, baby. Yeah. Music industry, baby. All right, Eric, who, let's talk about who, as you wanted to, who worked on this episode. Yeah, Miscellaneous Mania. Oh, yeah, we didn't. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this was storyboarded by Lyle Partridge and Luke Pearson. Sorry. Uh, and Wait, isn't it Emily Partridge? Not anymore. Oh, oh, I end. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was reading. The wrong old credits. Yeah. Uh, I don't know much about Lyle Partridge, but knowing that Luke Pearson storyboarded this episode makes so much sense. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with the work of Luke Pearson, he created Hilda, uh, which was a comic series and uh, has a, I think it's three seasons of, uh, of a show on Netflix, or it might be like two seasons in a movie. Um really really charming beautifully drawn animated series uh i would highly recommend hilda to anyone and a huge point uh of the plot in hilda um especially for like the series ending movie is that hilda is replaced by a troll child and this troll child assumes the role of hilda and hilda's mom is like yo this isn't my fucking kid I'm like, oh my god! I think I know a reference to it now. This is a good point of like the person switching. Also, the uh, the movie Changeling. I think yeah. it's like a famous story or whatever. Yep. But all right, yep. so we're gonna start getting them. Yeah, they'll pop in now that we're finished. Yeah, and that, <laughs> all the dots are getting connected now. Um, but yeah, this is a a huge theme in the work of Luke Pearson. So th- that makes a lot of sense now. So um, Luke Pearson <laughs> will say only storyboard storyboarded and wrote four episodes, but good episodes uh candy streets oh i think i remember that one yeah frost and fire that one um where like uh ice king and flame princess have a fight in it like finn has like a dream about oh that was one of our least favorite episodes oh okay i miss i misremembered (laughs) well hold on you know three out of four would still be a great average and then uh may i come in which is part five of the stakes miniseries do love the stakes with a um this vampire dude, Hierophant. Which right. one is Hierophant? I don't know. And then, uh, yeah, that's and the it. football. And football, yeah. Okay, I was wrong, but uh, still, I want to. Well, read- it wasn't a bad episode. It just made us very uncomfortable. Yeah, is that where when Finn's being a jerk? Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. It's like really weird and icky. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that just reminded me of a great line from the episode when they were. Uh, in the beginning throws, I think, of football, like, being introduced to Jake and Finn, they're like, what's going on with you today? Are you going through robot puberty? <laughs> oh, great one. Yes. Oh are you doing, goodness. they said, are you doing robot puberty? Oh, is it, are you do- <laughs> I think is what Jake said. So, okay, so Luke Pearson writes about changelings and puberty. <laughs> Interesting. That's- There's a lot of, you know, a lot of change, a lot of metamorphosis, a lot of, you know, not being in the right spot. There seems to be a theme. Yeah. Um, I was looking cause I was curious about, so when do we meet football? 
I was like, how much football do we get? Football's only in three episodes in the original series, which seems like I feel like I remember football more, maybe just because all the football appearances are in this episode is so memorable. The only, the first two football appearances is in Grable's. It's Ooh. first scene. Football's first met in five short Grable's, then in five more short Grable's, then it's the football special. Dang. I got to go back. To yeah. That. And it then feels at, far more present than that. Right. And then, and then um, mentioned in orb is it in the ninth and that's it. And then football's back in the distant lands. But yeah. Three episodes. We see, we football see football, but it feels like such a part of who BMO is. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like BMO wears, I mean, sort of pun intended, wears so many hats, uh, not just traffic cones on his head. But the, always like characters that like, he's like always like oh I'm this person today oh like like the imagination program and it's like yeah. it's very rarely just like Bimo B and Bimo you know who is Bimo <laughs> yeah <laughs> um what I mean we we got into the background of um I'm trying to see if there's anything else here on the the wiki 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 down the rabbit hole. <laughs> of the wikipedia oh yeah i mean um i mean i guess it was interesting i i i caught it where when football is talking about bemo uses both pronouns oh first like in like one sentence yeah like first he and her it, yeah. and then the next sentence him yeah um which we've talked about and you you, you can catch but i feel like this is one of the more present presentations of that where it's mm-hmm. It, it's both addressed so quickly. Yeah. Now, is is that a is that football referencing football as both he and she or no Bimo Bimo rep Bimo refers to football as her and football refers to Bimo as him. Oh wait, I thought I thought football re- referred to Bimo as both um her and him. No, so, I think it's th- th- them talking about each other. Oh really? Okay, I'm. I'm mis- yeah, I'm. I'm curious about this. Like, I'm misremembering they- that scene. Then, no, it says here. It says football refers to BMO with male pronouns and herself with female pronouns. Oh, there oh you go. so I- football is a female then. Hmm. Okay. Oh, this uh, episode is also so apropos because of the World Cup starting tomorrow. Which <laughs> yeah, I, I, did you see me Google football before? Mm-hmm. I saw oh. that and I was fist bumping <laughs> like a mother. We're gonna get a bunch of accidental plays. Oh, <laughs> yes. Bringing football the, episode. I mean, the hooligans or whatever. Everything that goes on with FIFA, the organization is terrible. Everything going on in Qatar is terrible. Um, that being said, I'm going to watch the shit out of the World Cup because I'm a soccer boy through and through. I, I don't care about sports. It's okay. But, like, you're not even allowed to drink when you watch the, this, this well, soccer yeah, match? So is that apparently, the rule Apparently, like, the head dude of Qatar is, you know, all Muslim and everything. And was like, oh, yeah, we're not going to let you drink alcohol at the games. And, like, the big sponsor of the World Cup is Budweiser. <laughs> so I don't know what's going to go on with that, man. It's going to yeah. be a shit show. Wow. So even if you don't like sports, the non-sports content, I think, from it will still be pretty incredible. Are you allowed to drink if you're watching it on your TV? I hope so. It's still America. I mean, you should check those rules. (laughs) (laughs) Not only am I going to be drinking and watching it. Yeah. Um, Okay. Any other stray thoughts? I will say um, this is a hallmark of the early episodes where a good episode like this would come and I would go, I think this is one of my favorite episodes. (laughs) And this, that's the first time I've thought that in a while. Uh, We, 
You know what I mean? I think maybe as you see more, you get a little more refined your palate, so to say. Mm-hmm. But this one, I was like, okay, yeah, this is one of my f- more favorite episodes I've seen. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's intense. Uh, a lot of great BMO shit. I mean, that's what BMO November is all about. Yeah, that's what BMO November is. I mean, the fucking void at the end, BMO with the traffic cone on their head, sitting there. I was, you know, I mean, my roommate, Lucas, who sees a lot of this was just watching it and he looked pretty bewildered by it. <laughs> He's like, I don't think I'm ever going to get this. Yeah. <laughs> this episode had both unbridled terror and joy yeah. in spades, right? Like back and forth. Like there was so much. <laughs> yeah. And it's one of those where they're towards the end when, when football is in, in true, like existential Spiral, peril, yeah. I was like, they're really going for it. And I love like, they've left behind any sort of pretense. Like we need to keep this tethered. It was like, <laughs> Oh, it's gone now. And, and I love, you know, that's why I love the shows that they'll go there. Yes. I was trying to think of another show where it's just like, wow, it goes like you went up to the point that I thought you were going to go and then just smashed like right through it. I think I was saying this, uh, pre-pod before when I was talking about, uh, the movie Barbarian. Oh yeah. But I just saw it and I was like, wow, he, like they went up to like where I thought they were going to go and then just like smashed past it. It was just an incredible watch. It's a great moment when that happens. It's, it's like, I'm sold. Like, do that once, and then I'm like, I'm in forever. Season tickets. I know, and it's it's a it's honestly a rare uh, feeling that that happens when you watch stuff. Especially, at, you know, we're in our mid-30s, uh-huh. and it's like, how much content and shit have we consumed in our life where it's like, I've seen this a million times. You know? To, like, truly surprise, like, as someone who's been watching TV since you were, like, three years old, you know? Yeah, and when a character does something, and you go, okay, whoa, they're there now. Oh my, okay, now where are we going? Oh my God, what's going to happen next? Like a sick, uh, like on Survivor, like the the lead person, like it's flipped on them and then they get voted out and you're like, wow, I thought that person was going to win. So now I have no idea what's going on. Yes. Um, yeah, I saw that. I, I think I talked about that movie Pearl uh, recently. Ooh, saw X, didn't see Pearl yet. Okay, well, X is great too. Um, Pearl better? Uh, I like Pearl better. Nice. But nice. there's a moment in there, it's, and you, the character... I mean, it's, it's it's a horror movie. So there's there's a murder that takes place. A murder. And then, as I'm watching it, you're like, oh my god, like that that happened. And there's still like half the movie left. I'm like, okay, now all bets are off. That's and it. And that's a great feeling. Eric, I got that feeling from the uh, the snail song before, <laughs> where the, it's going and you reach the 40 second mark where it. Okay, that was a long one, but it should end. And then you launch into a whole B section where that. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, whoa. Okay. Okay. It's going. Buckle up. Yeah. (laughs) Buckle up. And I think people like that. I think people like that feeling more than not. Like, I feel like there's some sort of a inclination to like keep things tethered when you're making things because it feels professional and Mm -hmm. taken together. But I feel like, I feel like secretly we all love that moment of holy shit. Like it's going. (laughs) I feel like that's why we love like, like Bohemian Rhapsody or Mm -hmm. something or, uh, yeah. Or I'm trying to think like Stairway. Stairway. Yeah. Um, Ooh, there was the a show Lost. <laughs> was say, there's a, a band called From Autumn to Ashes back in the day. Uh-huh. Kids might remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that song Short Stories with Tragic Endings is like a 10 minute song. And it's just like, just like metal screaming. And then at the end, it's just like five minutes of like acoustic guitar and like a girl crooning over it. And it's like, wow. Took me took me for a loop there as like a 10 year old listening to this for the first time. Did you listen to that when you were 10? think so wouldn't it come out like 99? wow 
I remember they maybe had 2001, their. Maybe I, was I remember like they 12, had their 13. song, and maybe they were like touring with Taking Back Sunday or something. But like, I remember it was like, oh, it's so fucking dark. I was like, that's when I was like 14. I was like, okay, that's too gnarly for me right now. I was like, I'm not there yet. <laughs> oh, I needed the gnar. I was such yeah. a little punk rock bastard. I love that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think secretly everyone wants to sort of be taken there. Like, take me. Uh, yeah, but we don't do it all that often, so. God bless Adventure Time. Luckily, we have Adventure Time for it. Yes. Uh, cool. I mean, any anything you want to plug, Steve? Oh shit. Um, yeah. So we have a new record out called "Got It." Yeah. Um, go get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want a vinyl. That's what I want. Oh yeah, we got them. We got vinyls and a whole bunch of colors, blues and yellows and pinks. I think. Um, Did you guys release this to shelf? Our shelf. Your shelf. <laughs> no, no, it's off um, Jump Up Records. Oh, cool! So Chuck Wren uh, helped us with everything, and such a mensch. What a great dude! Um, it's a good record. <laughs> oh yeah, someone might have. Someone else in this room might have had something to do with this record. Yeah, I was uh, gonna say who. Who did you make it with? Uh, you know the. Uh, it's uh, this dude named Eric Dano. Did, oh, Eric, uh, did you engineer oh! this? I engineered most of the rhythm section tracking. Oh, cool. Who mixed it? Uh, Agent J, I think. Guitar from player from Slackers. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I think he did the f- two songs, and then uh, then we did the rest of them with Eric one night. Oh, this Eric? This is that one. What? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, I didn't mix anything. No, 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 no. no. Uh, oh, just like recording. we recorded. Uh, what did we record? We re- Oop, that's it. Yeah, I've got yeah, it. We now recorded I've got it up. that song and I think C. Uh, make the best of it in C like a few months before and then set it up with Eric and we knocked out the rest, the other six in one night, which is Ooh. pretty good. C, I, you, y'all played C at Otto's. Did you play that song? Last night? No, no. When, I, when we went, Eric and I oh. saw you forever oh, ago. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Well, I'm ex- I'm excited to listen to the record and and because that was a very fun night, Eric. Remember we we yeah we re- did a podcast with Dave Lucas, ate oh, a burrito, yeah. and then went to Auto Shrunken Head and had a blast. Nice, yeah. Um, it was great. It was a good show last night too. Uh, we did like the record release, quote unquote. Um, ah, missed it. Yeah. I mean, it's been out, but we haven't. We we were like in England, then we we're in Chicago, so we didn't have like a, a hometown show to really like launch it yet. I feel like yeah. Uh, but. Our, well, our last show, I think, for the year is December 30th, the uh, the holiday romp and stomp in uh, New Haven, Connecticut. Cool. So that'll be fun with that one. And then uh, I think we're, we did a holiday song that'll be coming out in the beginning of December for oh. A Rose Such a Clatter, I think, is the compilation. Oh, that's what that is? Okay. I think that's yeah, what that was uh, Danny hit me up. I was like, hey, can you? Yeah, we're going to ask you to engineer another thing. <laughs> we're like, hey, Eric. I was actually working the Bruce Hornsby show that night, which is why I was Bruce unavailable. Hornsby. And then you're doing early November tomorrow, right? Yep. Early November's 20th <laughs> anniversary November, show. They fucked up their name, dog. They fucked <laughs> Eric, it up. Eric, that's, that's some cool ones. Yeah. Dude, Bruce Hornsby, what'd you think? Uh, Hornsby good? Hornsby bad? Uh, <laughs> he's got the one song. Yeah. Ooh, not I a ringing endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> um, very cool. Very cool uh, idiosyncratic piano player. Uh, who has a, their own style? Yeah. Like that Thelonious Monk style. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like this like sort of gospely sort of thing. But we can talk about Bruce Hornsby another day. Um, <laughs> yeah, cool. the, uh, the last thing I think we're going to be on tour in like March springtime, doing like the South and Southeast, East Coast, and kind of stuff like that. Oh, cool. can't say who with yet, but it's pretty cool. Oh, sick. It's pretty cool. 
Can you tell us? Southeast? Yeah, I can probably tell you guys off mic. Um, and that, when is that? Did you say? In like March, I think we'll be out for like two or three weeks with uh, with this tour. Cool. It's coming up. All right. So go follow Stop the Presses. I mean. Yeah. Stop the Presses music or Stop the Presses band on all platforms. We love Stop the Presses on Adventure Guys. We've had the whole band on now, including Jack, right? Oh, who? Yeah, who we was, we, we got, somehow tricked him into being on yeah, the podcast. Love it. Love tricking that fool. <laughs> He'd be so good, but he's so, uh, I don't know. I think we just got to like get him high and like have him be funny. Yeah. That, <laughs> and, I thought uh, Otto's shrunken head show. I remember him saying like, uh, I, never. Yeah, never. Yeah. He's like, I fucking hate that. <laughs> uh, which endeared me to him, uh, but we'll figure it out <laughs> Yeah, and we'll do an actual real, uh, you know, Danny and Allie like being on. Oh yeah. get them in. Uh, oh, actually our new singer, we picked up a new, uh, background singer, um, and she's got a Adventure Time tattoo, like what? on her fucking bicep, oh my God. and it's uh, a fin head, but with uh, the Jake as like the the hat. Oh my God! Basically. I haven't met her yet. Liz, yeah, the new girl. Liz sounds awesome. Liz is phenomenal. Hell she's yeah. great. I mean, hey, while we're here, shout out Carol, and shout out Carol. Yeah. She's been oh. doing it forever. Is Carol a three timer? Ooh, I only know of her one time. I'm- we we talked to Carol on. Uh, the phone for the hundredth special. Oh, yeah. And, and then she had an in-person episode and an in-person episode, but then was Carol also on the episode? No, she wasn't at that show. Oh, at that show. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was wondering if we backdoored another three timer, <laughs> another three timer. Sorry. Okay. Well, it's going to happen. Well, get the whole band in here. Let's, we'll do like a little mini concert, tiny desk thing. Oh, and that do would a pod. be fun. How fucking crazy would that be? Yeah. Well, uh, we got to figure Stop out how to time. do a real live thing eventually. I want to. I really want to figure out how to do some video mm. for this. I mean, if we had a landmark episode like all of Stop the Press is here, that would be one to do it. Yeah, that'd be interesting. <clears throat> Got to hire somebody, I guess, with all the pod bucks, <laughs> all those pot, <laughs> the just the the wealth of pod money. Yeah, just rolling in all the time, <laughs> just rolling in it. Oh yeah. Um, if you want to give us pod bucks, yeah, remember anchor.fm slash adventure guys podcast. Also, email us. Did you see the mail at gmail.com? We love mail. Yeah. Uh, I have a new record that people oh, can buy. Oh, <laughs> more plugs. Back to the plugs. Uh, Plug them up. Yeah, you well, always got new records, you sexy boy. I, I know. Yeah. But the Holophonics did just release our, our big one, or we announced our big one. Uh, What's it called? It's called Lavos. Lavos. We put out a new single last week, Weirdo with a capital O. It's streaming everywhere. It's really good. Uh, it's, it's, Probably the best thing we've done. Yes. I, <laughs> I'd say so. It's like the full arrival and delivery of like where of where you were headed, I'd say. Yeah. Phantom Arrival, you, you it was like, okay, no Is more like, fucking it's around. Like the end the battle begun of RX Bandits for Holophonics. Like I'd, I see what you guys were doing and now you did it. I'd I'd call it the resignation. Oh, okay. I'd okay. say that maybe. What do you think? Uh yeah. I, I, okay. So, like, if Phantom Arrival was our progress, yes, yeah. that's what yeah. I'm thinking. Okay, yeah. then this is our resignation. The next one is definitely going to be our and the battle begun. Oh, yeah, it's the perfect way to do well, it. Because because Phantom still had some fun ska moments on it, like Progress did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's yeah. why I'm thinking that. And this one, you're now just all in. Yeah. Into well, resignation still had like you know had to overcome, which yeah. is just like you know the the riff the whole time and everything. But yeah, yes. I mean, we still we still still have some of those. Like, there's definitely. 
no question about it. We are a ska band. Um, it's just there's some more things happening on this record that I've been trying to get onto a record for a long time. Yeah. We're and finally there. In the way, I'd say like the resignation where you go, that's the first record where you go, this is what our experience really gonna, sounds yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. That's what I feel like with Lavos. Okay. Where you're like, this sounds like the Holophonics. This sounds like Eric Dano, like right here. Unbridled. Yeah. Full Unrestrained. on. Unrestrained. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so you can order that from Bad Time Records if you want to, dear listeners. You um, should. And then we Absolutely. have tour dates coming up too. Uh, December 2nd, Oklahoma mm. City. December Ooh. 3rd, Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. December 9th, Dallas, Texas. December 10th, Austin, Texas. December 16th, Tulsa, Oklahoma. This- December 17th, Chicago, Illinois. December 18th, St. Louis, Missouri. All off the top of his head. He wasn't reading that off of anything. Yeah. No, very impressive. You know. Go to theholophonics.com to get tickets and to pre-order the album. I mean, on YouTube, there's the video uh, for Weirdos is like a performance video, and you'll see what you're going to get, and it is really cool. Lucas and I watched it last night, like midnight, on our TV, and it was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, Lucas was like, yo, Eric gets fucking after it. Oh, <laughs> Eric gets after it. Yeah, this is great. Put a guitar in that kid's hands and watch him shine. Yeah. I don't have anything to plug yet, but um, I do. I do want to say Eric helped me. I've been. I'm. I was going to put out some uh, instrumental mixtapes where I'm just going to start releasing music. And last weekend, uh, Eric and I was that last weekend or two weekends ago. I don't know. Time is two an weekends illusion. ago. Eric and I went to go see this band, uh, Mamalarkey. Wonderful band. I love them. They're like a, I'd say a prog pop band. Okay. Uh, uh, with like indie rock, but uh. Eric helped me find a name for my producer pseudonym. So I'm going to start putting out uh, a whole bunch of mixtapes and I want to like have people collaborate. I'm going to, I think I'm going to set up maybe tomorrow. Like I have a little drum set that I'm going to set up over there. And then I, what I want to do is try to like, just get people over and like make more stuff. And this will be a home for, it can be as uh, esoteric and weird as long as we think it's cool. (laughs) It can be 30 seconds long or it can be two minutes long. And we'll live under this moniker. So we should do that one day. Um, maybe post pod. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so okay. I, I had a uh, band back in the day that was 30 seconds max on all oh, our really? songs. Like, couldn't what be was, any more than 30 seconds. That, I like, I like a root. Mine are, are. Locusts. Were you in Locusts? <laughs> <laughs> Power violence band. Um, so I can't wait to uh, reveal that. Um, uh, thanks, Eric. Cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of reveals coming up. Yeah, it's gonna um, be a big December. Watch out. Yeah, watch out. Um, cool. Well, that's probably all, right? Thanks for listening. Yeah, we didn't pick an episode for next week. Oh, fuck that! It's be more. Oh, right? Yeah, it's gonna be a be more episode. We're be more probably. Probably. Yeah, I can't think of another one right now. So, yeah. okay, cool, cool. There you go. <laughs> I always forget about episode generator. Peace out, y'all. Bye. When you get here, I always laugh because they're like,
It's not over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, we've only just yeah. begun. Uh-huh.